Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, folks, we've made it to Friday, TGIF edition of the show. On the show on the streets, we're talking your Bama football news. In my own words, your shroomy Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama magazine. Happy to have you all in here on this evening with us. We bring you the show, as always, from the magic city of Birmingham. We stream this to you via YouTube. Speaking of the channel... You know what time it is. You tap that subscribe button, you hit subscribe right now. Stop all that you're doing. Subscribe to the show. Make this your show, your spot, your network, your platform to talk nothing but Bama football. Also, hit that thumbs up. Give us a like right here on the show. Hit that like button. Trying to get this 50 likes out the gate to start the show. We we appreciate the support there from you of a daily Super Chat Go. $100 daily Super Chat Go. 100 bucks right there. We thank you guys for always supporting the show here. And we got to start this thing off by shouting out. Let's see here. Let's see here, we, we gotta shout this guy out right here. We gotta shout Joshua Howard with that 499 in the Super Chats. Joshua Howard getting a start today in the Super Chats right there. Showing love to the show. And as always, you should have hit that notification bell so that way you miss nothing when it comes down to your Bama football news, notes, and information. We also have a message board. Touchdown. Alabama Magazine, TDAlabamaTouchdownAlabama.com. We got the message board here. If you're trying to be in the first wave, first group of fans to help us regrow, rebuild the message board there, the link to the message board in the chat line and also in the description. Definitely want you guys taking advantage of that. And we want you guys uh, calling in tonight and letting your voice be made known. You can do this by calling 205-448-1358, the number two. Call in let your voice be made known on the show, 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. Appreciate you guys. Here we go! Jonathan McMillan! Jonathan McMillan walks in here with the $100 Super Chat dropping it in a bucket. The goal is met early, and we haven't even gotten to the first topic of conversation yet. Appreciate Joshua McMillan dropping the $100 in the Super Chat, helping us out. Going love right here to the show. But without further ado, we get into first topic of conversation and... It's crazy how 
Everybody is so ready, amped for this Alabama football season in the fall. I'm just going to give you the temperature of the room of how ready everybody is. So before I got to work today to give you guys the best news, notes, and coverage here for Alabama football, I was at one of my favorite spots, authentic Chinese food spot, and uh, I walk in and the lady at the counter was having me a full-fledged Alabama football conversation. Like she's talking about, we got to beat Georgia this year. We got to pummel Georgia. Bama got to beat Georgia down. And then she's talking about, you know, you got we got to take care of, Bama's got to take care of Tennessee and got to take care of LSU and got to win the national championship and wanting to know who the quarterback's going to be. Like this lady was really asking the serious questions to me. And uh, it, it has me in firm understanding of uh, Everybody is on pins and needles here for this season. And uh, when uh, marquee people say things about Alabama, and then when they get passionate to where they're dropping like expletives in there, you might want to pay attention to what that person may have to say. It, 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 it grabs your attention quite quickly. And uh, I'm referring to Kirk Herbstreit of whom uh, I have a lot of respect for in this game, uh, in this line of work. Herb Street, the, one of the mainstays of ESPN and of uh, College Game Day. Herb Street was on the Pat McAfee show today, or I think it was, I think it was today or yesterday. And uh, the first thought that Pat McAfee brought to him was, uh, you know, Herbie, you've got, is Kirby Smart sort of the... Uh, John Cena to Nick Saban's The Rock and kind of saying, hey, your time is over. My time is now. I'm the big star on campus. I've passed you up. Like, it's, it's my time to shine here. And, and Kirby Smart just simply said, people need to be careful about what's being said, about what's being talked about. Because obviously, Kirk, uh, Kirk Herbstreit even heard the whole David Pollock thing when he was on the set there with Coach Saban saying, George, is the new standard, and it's taken over, and how Nick Saban looked at David Pollock. But Kirk Herbstreit said, look, it, look now, you got to be careful, because as soon as you say Alabama's done, that's here comes Nick Saban, and they're throwing their trump card on you, and they're whooping your bleep. Like, that. that, that this is what – Kirk Herbstreit saying, and then and then he goes. The moment you say Nick Saban is done, that's when he comes out whooping up on everybody. Herbstreit even mentioned how he hasn't even started weighing in, digging into college football games and matchups and, and narratives for this upcoming season. But he's already got he's already got the Crimson Tide winning. A national championship, not even knowing what Vegas is saying, what they're talking about, but Herb Street's already got, you know, Alabama winning the national championship. And hearing this from Herb Street, the passion in his voice about it, him, uh, you know, really being into it, talking about, hey, you cannot sleep on Alabama, you cannot sleep on Nick Saban. The minute you try to do this, you know what Alabama's about. You know what Coach Saban's about. He, he's just ready for people to sleep on so he can just go up out the head with a nightstick and beat him down and win, you know, the national championship. And it kind of goes back to 
You know, two, when Saban's down it, down it Saban is best Saban. Ticked off, down it Nick Saban is the best version of Saban for college football. And uh, we remember 2009 where people were saying, hey, you know, it's Florida, Urban Meyer, it's Tim Tebow. Coach Saban's like, all right, you know, I got the coaching staff I need. I got the players I need. We know what we're about. We're just going to come take it from, from Urban Meyer. And what happened? That happened in 2009. 2011, you know, Coach Saban had the coaching staff he needed, had the players he needed, had extra motivation with the tornado that came through for the Alabama National Championship. I go back to 2015. After the loss to Ole Miss, the article from Dan Walken, USA Today, it's over. Dynasty's dead. Put a fork in it. Saving no good. Everything is going up in smoke. What happens? Alabama finds a way. Wins a national championship. 2017, what happens? Oh, my gosh, they lost to Auburn. And the Iron Bowl, there's no way the college football playoff committee is letting Alabama in. Uh, they got in. What happened? National championship off being doubted there. So, here we go. A lot of people, the conversation's been, Georgia's the new regime. They're the new standard. They're the new measuring stick. They're the new leaders on the block. A lot of people are saying, I will take Kirby Smart over Nick Saban just due to he has better operation of the program. He has better operation of college football. He has his finger more so on the pulse. These young athletes seem to vibe more so of Kirby Smart than Coach Saban. And uh, when Saban's been doubted, he always seems to come out straight up, real deal, fighting, scrapping. Here we go. Herb Street mentioning, when this happens, Bama pulls out that trump card. Looking forward to seeing what takes place in the upcoming season right here in the fall for your Alabama Crimson Tide. Saban's got the coaching staff, got rid of two coaches before their contracts were even up. Brought in Tommy Reese, Kevin Steele. Tommy Reese looked good in spring. We'll see how he does in the fall. Kevin Steele had that defense playing with its hair on fire in the spring. We'll see what happens in the fall. Alabama's got several veteran players back. Hungry. They got a freshman class in here. Hungry. Guys want to get on the field. We finna see what happens. But we're going to take our first break here on the show. Don't touch that down. We're just getting started upon our return. We go to the phone lines to grab your calls, your thoughts, your interactions. We want to hear from you, the Bama Nation. And we'll get to you after this. I'm Malachi Moore, and you're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith on Touchdown Alabama YouTube channel. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama team paper. 
which is a video yearbook they put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because one dollar of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com slash Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion, and ordering is easy. Visit emilyshirloompoundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at emilyshirloompoundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes, making memories from scratch. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, people, we're back rocking and rolling to the action here from the break on a Friday TGIF edition. Of the show, hottest show on the streets. We're talking your Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Happy to have you all in here. Continue tapping that subscribe button. Hit subscribe right there on the channel. Make this your number one spot for all things Bama football. Don't forget to hit that like button as well. Give us that thumbs up. Show that support right here. We appreciate all of that from you guys. We are 20 more likes away from 50. Continue tapping the like button, hitting the like button. Stop everything that you're doing. Give us that thumbs up right there. 20 likes away from 50. Also, people, we have a message board. Touchdown Alabama Magazine. TouchdownAlabama.com. We have the message board. For those of you trying to be in that first wave, first group of fans trying to help us, we grow that message board. The link to the message board in the chat line and in the description. So definitely want you guys to check that out. But like I mentioned in the first topic, I mean, I'm excited for this season. I really am. You've got Saban with the coaching staff that he needs. You've got Saban with the veteran players back. You've got young freshmen that want to get on the field, hungry about getting on the field, determined about getting on the field, and want to make a name, make an impact for themselves. All of that is good. All of that is phenomenal. All of that is fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped up to see this. And like I mentioned, when Alabama's been doubted in the past, when Saban has been doubted in terms of the team, uh, uh, his uh, fingerprint in terms of college football, you know, all things of that nature, he finds a way to prove a lot of people wrong and get himself back to of a national championship and win there. So let's see here. Let's see here. Some Kanye fan uh, is writing me in. Uh, this will be a down year. Thoughts? I don't think it will be a down year. I really don't. I, I honestly feel like with the defense Alabama's got, right, with the defense Alabama's got, especially the right playmaker at middle linebacker, we'll talk about that more later on in the show, with the defense Alabama has, I feel like it's going to be a more defensive-led team 
You're going to be able to run the football with the offensive line that you have, with the running backs that you have. You don't really need that superstar quarterback. Yes, you need a guy that's going to make plays, absolutely. And any one of these five guys on the roster at that position can make plays. I don't see this as a down year. All of your tough games are at Brian Denny. All of your tough games are at home. Well, the mass majority of them are at home. Texas at home. Ole Miss at home. Arkansas at home. Tennessee at home. LSU at home. So I don't see this as a down year. I don't see this as a bad year. I see this is as that this could very well be a national championship year undefeated. Or it could be a national championship year with one loss. But I don't see this as a uh, down year at all. Just due to the hunger here where this defense is concerned. Uh, you've got brand new energy with both coordinators and other coaches on the staff. And then the offensive guys, they're hungry also and chomping at the bit to get at it. So don't see this as a down year uh, by any stretch of the imagination. But going to go to a cool call topic, and that being that the University of Alabama did make history as an everything school. When you talk about Alabama football and men's basketball, got top three draft picks in their respective drafts. You look at football, Bryce Young and Will Anderson with numbers one and three in the NFL in the NFL draft. Bryce Young, number one to the Carolina Panthers. Will Anderson, number three to the Houston Texans. And then last night, Nate Oates produced Brandon Miller, the SEC freshman of the year, SEC player of the year, as the number two overall pick of the Charlotte Hornets in the NBA draft on last night. So history made for Alabama football, Alabama men's basketball, being an everything school. Also shouts out to Noah Clowney, who got drafted number 21. Overall, for Alabama men's basketball to the Brooklyn Nets and Charles Chucky Bediaco of home. Uh, a lot of people want to see Bediaco come back for another year. He shocked the men's basketball staff by going pro and testing the waters. He went undrafted, however, did sign a one-year deal to the San Antonio Spurs. So, wish the best there for one Charles Bediaco as well but we take our break right here on the show on touch that down when we get back we sit down with the man the myth the bona fide legendary director of scouting for touchdown alabama magazine my man justin smith talking about the big recruiting weekend for the class of 2024 we'll get with justin right after this What's up, Bama Nation? This is Rudy Griffin, former Alabama defensive lineman, and you're listening to my guy, Stephen M. Smith, in my own words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll! Roll! Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama.
Here we go, people. We're back into the action from the break on a Friday. TGIF edition of the show. Number one form for Bama football news. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith. Touchdown Alabama magazine. But right now, without further ado, we go to the In My Own Words hotline. We bring in the man that sleeps a lot less than me. Y'all think I'm out here on the grind. This guy, the word grind is his middle name. He is out there scouting every single recruit from A to Z. He probably knows their social security number and bank statements. The man is everywhere. When you see hot shot recruits, you will see Justin Smith not too far behind them. We bring him in, the director of scouting for TDA, my man Justin Smith. Brother, what's happening, man? What's going on, Steve? Happy to have Justin right here with us on the show on a Friday. So, Justin, a big recruiting weekend here for the Crimson Top. When you look at the 2024 uh, class here, so many guys are already on the campus uh, getting this visit in here. But for starters here, when you look at five-star quarterback Jillian Sand out of California, who's already on campus today, I mean, what is the big significance already having him on campus for, I think this is either a second or a third time as he's trying to recruit guys that he wants to play with here in Tuscaloosa. What's the biggest significance having Sand back on campus for this weekend? Um, I think it's huge um, for a couple of different reasons. He's been in Tuscaloosa so many times, um, and it's not something that's easily done if you're um, from California, which is because of obvious reasons, of course. And he's been in Tuscaloosa quite a few times over the last few months, and this is a bit of a surprise visit because the last time I interviewed him after he won the Elite 11 Finals MVP award, he told me he was coming back to Tuscaloosa in July for the Crimson Tide's um, Champions Cookout. But it looks as if he decided to come back uh, a little um, earlier due to the due to the fact that Alabama was having a big recruiting weekend. And that's why he came back on on this weekend to get a feel um, for those guys, recruit those guys who are who a lot of them are coming from the West Coast. You have several California guys taking official visits to Alabama on this weekend, including Peyton Woodyard, Nathaniel Frazier, the four-star running back out of Matter Day High School in California. You have Sabian Brown, another Matter Day product, Peyton Woodyard, like I said, also um, visiting Alabama with the Georgia commit. So a lot of West Coast guys coming to Tuscaloosa. So he wanted to be on campus for that. And just guys in general for the Crimson Tide for the 2024 recruiting class, which is sitting in a nice spot. But I think the Crimson Tide wants to go on a run pretty soon, pretty soon here. Probably at the end of this month or next month for sure, we just see a surge in commits for the Crimson Tide as they wrap up the camp season, um, get more guys um, on campus. And we go to that point where it's a dead period and have had an opportunity to have evaluated a lot of guys. So I expect a surge to happen um, pretty soon for the Crimson Tide when it comes to their 2024 recruiting class. So many guys wanting to announce commitments in July and August before their senior seasons begin. You're just checking out the show here on a Friday. I got the man, the myth, the legend, Justin Smith on the phone line. Tim, director of scouting for Touchdown Alabama magazine. So, Justin, just from your vantage point here, how special really could this 2024 class be? Because you look at 2023, good class, the good, really talented class that came in. You know, 2020, 
was a good class that came in. 2021 was a good class that came in, although some people hit the transfer portal. Uh, I know you're excited about the 2025 class of the future with guys like Ryan Williams, among others. But this 2024 group right here, how special truly could this group be, especially if Alabama Coach Saban and his staff are able to hit that surge that you just mentioned? Um, I think this class could be another great class for Alabama, which is what's normal um, for the Crimson Tide. But I, I hear a lot of fans, um, of course, starting to worry a little bit about this class because you look on social media, you, you follow recruiting, you see other teams, Georgia and all these other programs. It seems as if they're getting a commit every other day because it is that time where recruiting is picking up for a lot of teams. And some people are under wondering why, why Alabama class is, seem, is seeming – to not grow as fast as some of those other classes. But when you go back and look at the Crimson Tide 2023 class, which was a stellar class, around this time they only had like four or five commits. And one of those guys was Elliot Washington, who verbally, who verbally decommitted from the Crimson Tide and eventually signed with Penn State. So the Tide is in a better position than it was around this time last year um, with commitments from the eight guys that they do have um, commitments from. So the Tide is in a really um, solid position. Just looking at this class with the guys he have verbally committed, the base is really solid. You have five-star quarterback Julian Sand, five-star athlete Jalen Mbakwe, Sterling Dixon, um, Caden Jones, two four-star linebackers, four-star wide receiver Rico Scott, another four-star wide receiver who's going to push with a five-star and Perry Thompson. So this class is coming together um, really well and still has an opportunity to be another great class um, for Alabama. Just take a look at some of the guys they still have on their board, top flip targets. So this has another chance to be another great class. Alabama. I'm not sure how it's going to stack up when it comes to the 2023 class. That was another historically great class, but Alabama's 2024 class is headed in the right direction. And, it's, and it's, things are looking very positive at the moment. So, Justin, before, before we get into, the, before we get into uh, our, our finishing thoughts here, I, I want to piggyback on something that you just mentioned about people having the concern of, you know, why is the class going slow in their opinion? You look at the Georgias, the Ohio States, you know, other programs out there, the Floridas, it seems like they're getting a commit every other second or two or three commits any time that, you, that your head turns. But you mentioned that Alabama's still in a quality spot. I mean, if you could give your thoughts on this with, with the expertise that you bring uh, – why do you feel like, from the outside looking in, uh, people feel like this class is going, I-, I guess, slow or not as fast as many people want it to be, although Alabama is in a good position? Other teams are getting um, commits in Alabama at, over this last this whole month. Um, this has been, it's been a big month of official visits, and a lot of commits have not come from, from those officials. So I, 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 I feel that it's a reason why they are um, feeling that way. But I think, like I said, this is status quo for Alabama. This is what has happened over the last couple of recruiting cycles. Of course, Alabama likes to evaluate. They, they like to value camp season. I think that's a big reason why Alabama Alabama's classes go this way because they value camp season so much because there's, there's usually one or two guys who camp and who never had an Alabama offer before. Alabama wanted to see them camp. They camp at Alabama. They get the offer, and they become a top target. Jaron Hamilton did that last year, and these guys who are doing that um, in this particular recruiting cycle. Things change. We get to see these guys in person, and nothing beats that in-person evaluation by Alabama's coaching staff. So that plays a role in it as well. And, and when it comes to that, you got to get guys on campus. You have to earn a committable offer. Um, 
so to speak. So I think that is a big reason why it is like that as well. Like I said, more guys getting on campuses. Like I said, more guys want to commit in July and August after they take all of their official visits. So I think, like I said, I think the Tide is in a really um, good position. I think there's, there are a lot of factors you can look at why their class is sitting where it's sitting right now, but it's not in a bad spot. It's just not um, surging at this point, which I think will change over the next couple of weeks. As you look at just Justin, the most, uh, I guess, impressive players that you see or the most impressive athletes that you see in this class. I know people will look at Julian Sands as a quarterback, Sterling Dixon as a linebacker, uh, Perry Thomas as a wide receiver. There's quite a few uh, impressive guys in this class. But aside from those guys, aside from the big names that the fans have looked at and they are, you know, ooh and an eye and the eyeballs are going everywhere, who are some other guys in this 2024 recruiting cycle that you've looked at but Alabama may be looking at that you go, that's a really impressive kid? I got one guy on my mind. I mean, he's a guy who, you look on most recruiting sites, he may be a three-star, but I would challenge everybody to go watch his film. He's actually visiting Alabama as we speak. His name is Jacob Gould. He's a 2024 defensive back out of Langston Hughes High School in Georgia. You turn on this guy's film, you can rival it with any film of any top defensive back in the country. In terms of being a playmaker, his film, he jumps out and making plays, and starts making plays in every facet of the game, whether that is on special teams, whether that is being a defensive back, making plays at all three levels. Guy plays fast, physical, hard. I don't know why he's a three-star in most of those recruiting sites. I think he's easily a four-star kid. He's a guy who I think could easily be pushing to be a five-star recruit. Like I said, I think Alabama really likes him. It looks as if they are going to be in a really good position with him ahead of his July um, commitment day. But there's a guy who I am really high on in terms of just watching his film, a guy who I can just look at and say, yo, that's a football player. He's gonna, he gets it done every way possible. He's a guy who's not afraid to hit, comes down, makes great tackles in open space. Like I said, um, can be, you see, watch his film, you see him blocking field goals, you see him blocking punts, you see him making plays in every way possible. So there's a guy who I would – um. I would tell everyone go watch his film if you haven't. And he's a, he's a guy you don't really hear a lot about because he doesn't have that lofty five-star rating. He is Justin Smith, ladies and gentlemen, the director of scouting and recruiting for Touchdown Alabama magazine. Graciously join us here on a Friday looking at this 20, looking at this recruiting weekend here for the 2024 class for your Crimson Tide. Justin, as always, we appreciate you, man. Continue to do your thing. Be good. Be safe out there. We'll be talking to you soon. You do the same, too. Absolutely got to enjoy my man Justin here on this show, giving us the lowdown on this huge recruiting weekend class of 2024 in terms of official visitors. And there was a funny thought in the chat. Somebody asked me, uh, Stephen, uh, are you going to replace Pat Sajak on Wheel of Fortune? Are you, are you going to do that and do TDA? Well... I don't know how my name got dropped in the Wheel of Fortune hat. Whoever did that, I appreciate it. I've always enjoyed watching Wheel of Fortune coming up in the game, but uh, I will not be doing Wheel of Fortune. I, I will not be doing it. Tell Vanna why I'm sorry. I, I will not be joining Vanna. I uh, won't be doing Wheel of Fortune. We'll be staying right here uh, with the TDA family uh, rocking and rolling. Good thought to do Wheel of Fortune, but we'll be staying right here. But we're going to take our break, folks, when we get back. We will go. We will return to the phone lines. I turn to the phone lines. When we get back. We, we will return to the phone lines. We we'll get your thoughts, your questions, your interactions after this. Yeah. 
What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Marvin Constant, All-SEC linebacker and 1999 SEC champion. You are listening to In My Own Words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll Tide. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Wit Will Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WitWillSports.com and get your title towel today. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. Back into the action, people, on a Friday TGIF edition of the show, number one form for Bama. Football news, in my own words, George Truly, Stephen Smith of TDA. Gotta show some love to my man Justin Smith in the recent segment. Proud of the break. Uh, Director of Scouting and Recruiting giving us that lowdown this weekend. You got a lot of visitors for the class of 2024. Be on campus in Tuscaloosa. That's going to be fun to watch, dissect, break that down right there. But as we're breaking into the conversation, uh, Phone lines are open, 205-448-1358. Now I'm going to call in. Let your voice be made known, 205-448-1358. Call segment brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang. You're live on the show. What's happening? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, this is Michael from Columbia, South Carolina. How you doing? Doing great, Michael, and yourself? I'm doing good. I got a couple questions for you. Go ahead. So with the offensive line, uh, we have Elijah Pritchett, Darren Dalcourt, Seth McLaughlin, Tyler Booker, J.C. Latham. Is there any way you could see Caden Proctor getting in there? Uh, you know, Jaden Roberts, Terrence Ferguson, those guys get time? Because I, I definitely like Caden uh, Proctor. I mean, get that big size. So any chance we get to see Caden um, Proctor on the offensive line? Michael, you could definitely see Caden Proctor – at either offensive tackle spot, and, and, I, and I'll say this, I think he starts. Whether they put him at left tackle or right tackle, I think the five-star Proctor from Iowa, I think he starts. I could see Nick Saban taking J.C. Latham, flipping him from right tackle to left tackle, and pushing Proctor right there at right tackle. Could we maybe see two freshmen start? You could, but I definitely see uh, at least one, uh, and the one definite would be Caden Proctor at either offensive tackle spot. And then my last uh, last two questions will be for the secondary. Um, do you see any clear favorites at cornerback? And then uh, – how do you see the uh, the starting running backs? Because um, my list for starting running back would be Jace McClellan, Justice Haynes, Roy Williams, Richard Young, Jam, um, and Jamari Miller. How do you see your running back? Your running back starting list is okay. So for the defensive backs, I still look at the corners being Kool Aid, McKinstry, and Terion Arnold. I think Terion's going to be able to have a huge year two playing corner. I understand that Alabama did bring in Trey Amos from Louisiana Lafayette, the transfer portal. Amos does have a lot of experience. Got size and length at 6'1", 197 pounds. Looking forward to seeing how he performs in fall camp. But 
Javaris Robinson did a good job molding, uh, working with, developing Terry and Arnold. And Arnold didn't have a terrible year. I mean, he did have 45 tackles, did have eight pass breakups, did have an interception, was on the all-SEC freshman team and the freshman all-American team. So I see Kool-Aid and Terry on at both corners. As far as running backs, I look at I look at one, I look at Jace McClellan one behind him uh, Jace uh, Justice Haynes. I look at three three I would go three I would go Jam Miller three. Give me Jam Miller three. Give me Roy Dale four, and then five Richard Young. I like Richard Young. I kind of want to see what does he do in fall camp though. Can he tear some stuff up? And fall camp. So right now for the running backs, Jace one, Haynes two, uh, Jam three, four Roydell, and I will put Roy. I would put uh, Richard Young five as a placeholder, just because I kind of want to see what does he do in fall camp. Thank you, Stevie. Have a great day. Appreciate Michael from South Carolina calling in. 205-448-1358. The number to call in to let your voice be heard on the show. 205-448-1358. Definitely want to hear from you guys. It's not because I don't have confidence in Richard Young. I do. I mean, the guy's a five-star from Florida for a reason. I kind of just want to see for myself how does he perform once fall camp gets in here. Once fall camp gets in here and we start hearing news, we start hearing rumbles, we start hearing little whispers of, oh my gosh, this Richard Young kid, he's a beast, he's a monster, he's an animal, he that dude, like nobody can tackle him, nobody can thump with this guy. Then we can start saying, okay, all right, this is nice, ease him in here then. But until we get some word here out of fall camp about how dynamic Young is. Uh, me personally, I would just want to wait and see what he does in terms of fall camp. But cool call topic, ladies and gentlemen. This goes to Bama in the NFL. We pick up one Will, the Terminator, Mr. Will Anderson, number three overall pick, Houston Texans in the NFL draft. Anderson has signed his fully guaranteed rookie contract with the Texans. And boy, when you talk money, 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 coming from the sky. Will Anderson, deal is four years, $35.2 million, fully guaranteed. Yes, four years, $35.2 million, fully guaranteed. Does come with the fifth-year option. His signing bonus, $22.6 million. And this was all negotiated by his agent, Nicole Lynn, at Clutch Sports Group. Nicole Lynn's doing work, y'all. I mean, she, she, she is clocking in deals left and right for these athletes. So, Will Anderson has his deal for the Houston Texans. Four years, $35.2 million, fully guaranteed. Does have a fifth-year option, signing bonus of $22.6 million. Kudos there to Will Anderson, the Houston Texans, D'Amico Ryans, Nick Casario. Uh, that group officially has the Terminator, the two-time SEC Defensive Player of the Year, 
the two-time Bronco Nagurski Award winner and two-time unanimous first-team All-American. They do have the young brother under contract. But we take this to our final break here on the show. On Touch That Dial, when we get back, we tidy up loose ends by discussing, in my opinion, this Alabama team goes as far as the inside linebacker position takes it. Does it have the middle linebackers that can thump, make plays, and be everywhere? We'll discuss it after that. I'm Malachi Moore, and you're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith on Touchdown Alabama YouTube channel. Sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, folks, we're rocking and rolling back into the action from the break. Appreciate all of you for the phone calls, the chat, and the donating, the uh, conversation right here on a Friday TGIF edition of the show in my own words George truly Stephen Smith here of Touchdown Alabama magazine gratefully appreciate you guys we have a message board here Touchdown Alabama magazine touchdownalabama.com if you're trying to be first wave of fans first group of fans to help us rebuild the message board here the link to the message board can be found in the description and in the chat line. So definitely want you guys checking that out there. But we wrap up the conversation, folks, with this right here. And uh, I know a lot of people have said, uh, talking about just different positional groups for Alabama and having their concerns of various groups. But for, for me, me talking here, I feel like this Alabama team is going to go as far as one defensive position takes it, and that is the linebacker position, the inside linebacker position, primarily the middle linebacker position. And Kevin Steele and Robert Bonga, these two coaches, they've got a lot of talent to work with. They're both inside linebacker spots, Mike and Will. A lot of talent, got some experience, you got some guys that can thump, you got some different body types. You got some guys that can shoot the gaps. You got some guys that can play in coverage. Got a lot of pieces here at both inside linebacker positions. The thing for Robert Bala and Kevin Steele, can we get the right guy on the field at both spots? Can we get the right guy on the field, shooting gaps, being the leader, Commanding all the other alphas in the room because that guy's got to be the main alpha. Getting to the quarterback, hitting the running back in the mouth, making prime time plays. Robert Bala, Kevin Steele, get the right guy on the field at Michael linebacker 
and at wheel linebacker. That's the big question. Starting this thing off with Mike linebacker. You got some killers. You got some potential killers out here. When you discuss Transman Marshall, transfer from Georgia, will wear number 17 for the Crimson Tide defensively. It's one, 236 pounds. He brings over that championship pedigree from Georgia. Was on back-to-back national championship teams. Here he is, right here. You look at Deontay Lawson, number 32, coming from Mobile. Here's a guy that, you know, in-state guys who have played Mike Linebacker have been very successful. It's been championships won with in-state guys as middle linebackers. Rolando McClain did it 2009 from Decatur, Alabama, right? C.J. Mosley did it 2012, Theodore, Alabama. Reggie Ragland did it 2015, Madison, Alabama. Rashawn Evans and Sean Dion Hamilton, that combination did it. Sean Dion, Montgomery, Alabama. Rashawn Evans, Auburn, Alabama. So when you've had in-state guys at that Mike linebacker position for the Crimson Tide, championships have happened. We see the history here. Here's Deontay Lawson, in-state guy, wearing number 32. Had a good season last year. The question is, where does Coach Saban feel the most comfortable with him? Do you feel the most comfortable with him calling the defense, getting everybody set, making the checks and balances, and then shooting the gap and making big-time plays himself as a flying torpedo? Or do you feel more comfortable with him playing as the off-ball linebacker? Who do you feel will play more as the -the on-the-ball linebacker not making the calls? Who do you feel more comfortable how do you which spot do you feel more comfortable at with Deontay Lawson and then you have Kendrick Blackshire who built like a transformer built like an android looked like Thanos out there if you will coming from Duncanville Texas I mean we've been waiting on Kendrick Blackshire for a minute now we've been saying he built different he looked different he feel different I for one have even called him the love child of Mac Wilson and Reuben Foster But here is Kendrick Blackshire. This is his opportunity. This is his big moment to separate himself. Can he do this here in fall camp? Once again, you got thumpers here at at Michael Linebacker. You got some potential killers out here. But which one between a Marshall, a Lawson, and a Blackshire, which one gives Alabama the best fit? Which one gives Robert Bonga and Kevin Steele the best fit? That is the question. And as we look now to the weak side linebacker position, kind of the guy that's going to be see ball, get ball. You look at guys like you look at guys like Justin Jefferson, Jahad Campbell, and Sean Murphy. Like who's the best fit here? Justin Jefferson. We saw him in the A Day game, former JUCO. This guy was dissecting plays. This guy was shooting the gaps. This guy was bringing the thump. This guy was playing well in coverage. This guy was everywhere. Justin Jefferson. Guy can play. Guy can flat out play. Is he more of your see ball, get ball fit? Then you got Jihad Campbell, who benefited greatly from uh, the bowl prep leading up to the Kansas State game in last season. And this season, 
gotten bigger, gotten stronger, still has got his speed, his quickness. We're at number 30. Mac Wilson wore that number before. Is Jihad Campbell the guy? See ball, get ball, can pressure the quarterback, can light you up in the backfield, can make different plays in coverage. Is Campbell that guy? And you got Sean Murphy, who also benefited from the bowl prep, Kansas State, former five-star from Virginia. Is this the guy that is your starting see ball, get ball type of player? I mean, you, you, got, you got three guys right here that are three ideal candidates. Alabama's got the linebackers. But talent is right there. The dudes are right there. I truly think this team goes as far as that inside linebacker play goes. Or as this team's going to go here. So, for Robert Bonga and for Kevin Steele, it's getting the right guys at both positions. Mike linebacker, weak side linebacker on the field to help out here this team. But, as always, people, you want the best in news, notes, information, insight, entertainment on your favorite program, that being the Crimson Tide. You can get this by accessing the Touchdown Alabama magazine app. You download the app from the iPhone App Store. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store, if you got the Android phone for your audio needs, check us out. iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. We got you covered right there. Gotta show some love to Dale B. The man Dale B dropping in that $10 donation in the Super Chat. Showing love as we round out the show. Gotta appreciate the man Dale B right there. But the good and gracious Lord sees fit people. I'll try to be back on Monday. Continuing the conversation that is tied football. Remember, Bama fans, you can purchase individual copies of Touchdown Alabama magazine. Have those sent to your door. That link found in the description. You're trying to get your hands on the fresh edition of TDA, the magazine. You go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member and or a subscriber today. That link in the description as well. Got to show some love to you, the Bama fans, for all the calls, for the donations, for the chat line, for you making this your show, your spot, your network. We talk nonstop Bama football. We appreciate you guys. Got to show some love to my man Justin Smith, the director of scouting and recruiting of TDA coming in here, giving us the inside scoop on this weekend. You got the visitors for the 2024 uh, recruiting class coming up in here. Could be a fun time in Tuscaloosa. Until next time, folks, husbands, love your wives. Wives appreciate value. Those husbands, children continue doing the right thing, fun thing, smart thing, good thing, legitimate thing too. Not be bored there. Be sure to get yourself those three party meals a day, those three great laughs a day. You protect yourself. Or you protect the loved ones around you. Till next time, folks, I'm your man, Stephen Smith, and you've been listening to In My Own Words. 